children. of surrogacy was. I had actually kind of looked into it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I read up on like how it's implanted and the risks that go with it. Gotcha. And I was like, uh-uh, I ain't doing that. <laughs> nope. I want you to damage my uterus. Yeah. It's mine. I use that. Uh, Hello there, and welcome to another episode of So Talk to Me. We're on episode 67 this evening. 67. Um, I just want you all, wonderful listeners, to know, um, this is probably going to be the worst episode we've ever released. <laughs> and possibly the shortest. <laughs> yeah, so you may just want to turn this off right now. If you've got other more important things to do, if you have other podcasts in your, you know, in your queue, that you've been waiting to listen to, you might want to go and turn to something else because I, 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 I can't guarantee the quality of today's podcast. We're both pretty tired. We're tired. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I have no idea either. I really don't know. It's been kind of a crazy week. Yeah. Christmas, y'all. Yeesh. And so that is, is my wonderful intro to our podcast today. Uh, and then I, I guess we're going to roll right into complaining about Christmas like we have the past two weeks. Um, not really. Is it complaining? Have no. we been complaining? I'm just being I'm facetious to make it sound like it's worse than it really is. No, I, I, I don't think we've been complaining. Just just stating the fact that Christmas is busy. It is and it's busy, busy for everyone. It's not just It's not just people who work at churches, although that is, I mean, you know. That's my that's my life. That's my reality, right? <laughs> um, but I know it's busy for everyone. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we made it to sixty-seven episodes. Yeah, this we're is here. Episode we made sixty-seven. It. And so, with that, if you have anything, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll get to that later. But you're you did always a thing. Welcome to reach out to us. I did a thing. What did I do? You. Uh, what thing did I do? Well, so we're recording this on Wednesday. Which mm-hmm. is your birthday. It is my birthday today. So happy birthday. Oh, thank How you. How old are you? I'm 30 years old. You are 30 years young. Mm, yes. No, I'm old. No, you're young. 30 is not old. No, it's, it's old. You're 30 and flirty and thriving. I'm pretty, wow, that was weird. <laughs> I'm flirty? That's awkward. With me? I don't me? think I am. Oh, yeah, you with you. You flirt with yeah, me. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Because, well, well, let's not get into that on the podcast. <laughs> 
It's more than flirting. Um, <laughs> so what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, lo- lo- you know, the human population, 30 is a good ripe old age for most of humanity. What? So <laughs> I'm just saying people died pretty young. 30s, 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 pretty old. It's old to me. What? Just accept it. You have an old husband. What age are you talking about? Like, what time I'm in history about, are you talking about? I'm talking about, about the, the previous human histories, <laughs> not the 1900s. All those other times. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of my tea. Oh, my word. Um, but you did a thing for your birthday. Ouch. Uh-huh. My finger, sorry. We ate Mexican food. Um, but we did, I did that thing. Yes, but you did something else. I shaved my head. You did, yeah. You shaved it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, technically, you shaved That's true. Head. I did shave You were head. the one who did it. Per your request. Yes, because I realized just a few days ago, like, oh, I can't see the back of my head, and this is going to be pretty difficult, and I have a really cheap beard trimmer that I'm planning on using, so um, thank you. I could not have done it without you. Mm, you're so or, welcome. It definitely would not have looked as good without you. I'll put it that way. <laughs> I would have tried it without you and then probably gotten frustrated like halfway through. Um, but yeah, I, I decided to accept the fact that my, that my hair is thinning and I've got a big old bald spot and just, you know, get rid of it. What's it matter? I liked, I liked my hair growing up. I always liked my hair pretty shaggy, pretty long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dig it, but... I also just don't want to be that old guy holding on to, you know, like trying what as hard bits as I of can. Hair you have left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like taking uh, hair supplements. The wispy just so things that, blowing in the wind. Yeah, with the like donut hair <laughs> where like there's, yeah, there's that little wisp in the front. But then it's like that, that little wisp is just like an island. And then you've got the donut going on in the back. <laughs> and it just like, ah. no, that's. I'm not talking to anyone in particular here, but for me, that's pathetic. <laughs> like, just accept it and get rid of it. I wasn't to that point yet, but I definitely had a distinct, you know, thinning hairline on top. And, it was uh, noticeable. And definitely a, like a bald spot in the back. So, you know, here I am, 30 years old. Just accept it and get rid of it. So... I think your mom was pretty surprised when she, she saw you She definitely was. Yeah, so we <laughs> so when I said we had Mexican food, we went um to to we ate with my family. My parents actually invited us out to a Mexican restaurant. So we went there, uh had a dinner with our family and yeah, my mom was surprised when she saw me. It was so <laughs> it was really funny. Um my mom is so sweet. She is seriously the best because so I'm kind of, well, I was, maybe my sisters are more now. I, I would say like, I'm sort of the wild child. I had the rebellious streak first out of all five of her kids. Um, and so like, she has kind of accepted the fact that I will do things that she does not agree with. Uh, you know, I have, I have visible, I was the first to have visible tattoos. I got a lip piercing. She doesn't like those things. She's mm-hmm. more, um, I don't know the right word, more prudent, I guess. Um, and, and yeah, she just doesn't like those things, mm-hmm. but she's accepted the fact that I have them mm-hmm. and, and she's never let them get in the way of like our relationship. So she's yeah. amazing, um, because she doesn't, she doesn't hold any of that against me. Right. Um, my mom is awesome. 
Um, but she also doesn't like those things, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, I could tell that that's kind of <laughs> how she felt about me shaving my head as well. She was kind of like, why did you do that? <laughs> like, <laughs> but, your but hair. you have hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It wasn't that thin. Um, so she was, be- she was being very sweet and very encouraging because I'm her son, you know, like sh- she loves me, but, um, I-, I think she was kind of looking at me with rose colored glasses because, <laughs> because I'm, I'm old enough to accept the fact that, Hey, my hair's going. So instead of, instead of grasping onto it and spending money on things that may or may not work, if I try really hard, eh, just let it go. Let it die. Thirty years old. Bye, hair. Exactly. So I I don't know if I'm going to keep it this short or or how. Excuse me. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it this short because I'm I'm going to try for a little bit. You know, um, when you first shave your head, uh, your your head is kind. And I say shaved. It's it's more like it's buzzed. Um, it's very very short. It's it's not. I I did not take like a razor to my head. Is what I'm saying. But I like I it's said, it's not it's a, like shiny bald, it's right? Like tiny little buzzhead bald. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's fuzzy. It's not <laughs> enough. It's not enough to where like if you put your hand on my head, it would hurt. Like you know, pointy. Mm-hmm. It's it, yeah. It's more like peach fuzz on my head. What was what did Josie keep saying? She would like rub it and say something. Oh, she was, uh, oh no, right? Something like yeah. that. <laughs> like, oh no. Where'd it go? Hair. It's gone or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. It was cute. It was cute. Well, because I told Ollie, I told Ollie before he went to bed last night right. that we were going to shave my head. Like I told him my hair was going to be all gone when he wakes up mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to prepare him because I didn't want him to be freaked out when right, he sees me, right. you know, because I've always, well, I mean, I've cut it short here recently, but not nowhere near this short. Um, so all day he's been like, daddy, where'd your hair go? <laughs> and it's really cute. And I just play along and I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And rush into the bathroom and look in the mirror. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> um, so it's fun. It's fun playing with the kids about it. Um, and they weren't like, I don't know, freaked out no, or anything. No, they didn't really care. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. I'm not sure how long I'm going to keep it this short, but I'll, I'll try for a little bit and see how it goes. Um, because when you first shave it, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of, it's not tanned. Okay. I'll put it that way. It's not the same tone as the rest of my head. And so, um, I'll give it some time to kind of look a little more natural. Like the skin on my head is all the same color and then see how that looks and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. Either way. That uh, means that your head needs some sun. Yeah. Which is difficult to get here in the middle of winter. <laughs> well, it's not winter yet. I know, it's not. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's, well, no, it actually today wasn't that cold. It was no. pretty nice. It's been pretty nice. wet today. Mm-hmm. It but... brought in a little bit of the coolness, but it wasn't windy, so it didn't feel right. super cold. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Uh, which was, yeah, which was nice for me as a new bald-headed man. <laughs> Um, because when the wind does blow, I felt it on my head and I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that's interesting. I, I didn't know what that felt like before. <laughs> and now I'm like kicking around, like I do have some hats to wear and some beanies and stuff like that. But at the same time, I don't want it to look like, oh, I shaved my head and now I'm hiding it. You know, mm. like I'm not ashamed of it. Like I like yeah. it. You just, you went full Joe Thorne. 
<laughs> I guess so. Well, that, that, yeah, so that's, that's actually, I've played my cards pretty close to my chest. I've told a couple people, but not too many. Obviously, you knew about this. Um, but I've been growing out my beard for the past few months, probably since like September. And this was the reason why is because I knew at 30, I mean, you know, I've known that, that I've had the bald spot. I've known that my hair's been thinning for, you know, probably a couple of years now. Um, and so I decided, you know, 30 years old, that's when I'm going to do it. That's when I'm going to shave my head. Uh, and so a few months ago I decided, well, if I'm going to shave my head, I'll just, uh, re, uh, situate the hair on my head to my face oh so yeah so i basically i grew i've been growing out my beard uh simply because i thought it would look better with a shaved head that's pretty much it and actually i'll probably uh, cut my beard short to like you know stubbly before i start growing out my hair again because i'm curious how that would look like a stubbly head and stubbly beard as well just to see how that looks but that's not. That's at least not going to be until the new year because I'd like to finish out the year with the beard because it's taken me a while to get this long and this thick. Our and pastor nice. said you look like Justin Timberlake. He did say that this morning. It was very flattering. I don't it, get it. But. It was kind of funny. I was I was working on the on the computer in the sanctuary and he he came up and like peeked over the tech booth and he's like, "Who is that?" And I was just like, I I had no answer for him. Like, I knew what he was saying, but my brain just, like, didn't want to work. And so, like, I, I didn't say anything. And he just put his hand over and, like, we shook hands. And I'm like, and, and, and he was, like, he walked into the room and he saw someone and he was like, who is that? Like, who, who did we hire to do tech for this event? Um, and then as he got closer, he realized it was me. And then he said, I looked like Justin Timberlake. I was like, I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. I don't, I, I don't like the guy personally, but um, he's a good-looking dude. He's a good-looking dude. So that's it's very flattering to say that I look like a celebrity. Yeah, very I've kind. seen him with a buzzed head, but I have, I've never seen him with like a big beard or with anything. A beard. So. He was a man. He had a beard. A great big bushy beard. For all of you guys out there counting, that was Talladega Nights and, oh, uh, Hot Fuzz. That's what it's called. Mm. I was about to say Hot Rod. I was like, no, 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 it's not Hot Rod. Hot Fuzz. Both highly recommended comedies for very different reasons. Talladega Nights because it's stupid and funny. Hot Fuzz because it's smart and funny. It's even smart in how stupid it is. If that makes any sense at all. Highly recommended. So how's your week been? Um, it's been <clears throat> one week since you looked at me. Um, what have I done this week? I'm trying to think since what we. What did you do? Since we last, since we recorded last, like mm-hmm. what all has happened since then? Um, well, last Friday we went to. Our churches, our church put on a winter jazz ball. Oh yeah! So we had a jazz band come out and did some swing dancing. Yeah, played a bunch of Christmas tunes. Our kids ran around. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you want to tell the story? They had so much fun. They did. They loved it. 
I was just super embarrassed because I was under the impression that there was childcare. That it was more of like a parents' night out type of a deal. And that, that was, was not, not what the it case. was. That was not what it was no. at all. Um, but that's what I had informed my wife that it was. So she shows up with the kids and uh and and she's like, Okay, where's the childcare? We asked someone and they're like, Who told you there was childcare? Because they're like head of communications. <laughs> and I was just like, I I did. I told her that. <laughs> so I was yeah, I, I, it was embarrassing because I was not, apparently I haven't been paying attention. I was only on in the initial meetings, in the brainstorming meetings for that, that, um, that event where that was proposed as a parent's day out, but that did not actually materialize. So just goes to show when you assume. Yeah, I don't think you have to finish that. Um, so yeah, anyways. We did that that night, and that was fun. Oh, you asked me if I wanted to tell the story. Um, so, Josephine, if y'all don't know, if we haven't mentioned it before, is she's a year and a half now, 19 months. Um, and she she's very social. Mm-hmm. Social little butterfly, little extrovert. So she was just like running around, running up to people, saying hi, dancing. Yep. So she goes up to this little boy who's probably like five or around that, five or six. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know she's standing in front of him and smiling and saying hi. And he's like patting her on the head and being really sweet to her. Um, And then she like turns around to sort of walk away but looks behind her to look back at him like are you, are you going to follow me like are you going to come but like mm-hmm. but the way she looked at him was like with these like cut eyes like mm-hmm. <laughs> well and it wasn't that she turned around it was that she was still facing the other way but she looks over her shoulder <laughs> and the way that she moved her like you know she only slightly moves her head but moves her eyes all the way back like, mm, are, are you are you coming? Are you coming? <laughs> I'm expecting you to be coming, boy. Come on. And oh my gosh. <laughs> I could not believe it. Like where the heck did she learn that? I don't know. She's 19 months. <laughs> what have you been teaching these children? Our children are sleeping They're right sleeping. now. Please I'm don't sorry. know. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of horrifying. <laughs> horrifying wow because she knows how to flirt honey like he followed her yeah it worked (laughs) no she likes older men (laughs) apparently you know men that are like six inches taller than her no we didn't do anything saturday or sunday but then monday we had christmas with my side of the family that was fun yeah 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 Kids got to open presents, and yeah, so the kids got to open some presents, and Ollie was like super excited, especially when we told him that we were going to go over to Gigi and Popo's house and open presents. Like all day long, he kept asking, presents? We're going to go open presents? Can we open presents? (laughs) That was the part he recognized. Yeah. Well, also because like in the morning... He helped me wrap and bag presents that we were taking over there. 
So I think in oh, his nice. mind, he like he thought that we were going to open those. Mm. Um, but anyways, he got they got to open their presents, and they loved it. Josie was really good at ripping wrapping paper off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she knows what she's doing. Um, she knows how to tear things apart. <laughs> Crazy. And Never my, would have guessed. <laughs> and my grandmother wrote this really beautiful poem. Mm-hmm. about their house um which they've lived in for over 40 years and pretty much everyone in our family has lived there at some point mm. um and it's just it's been a home to many many people and the poem was just absolutely beautiful and it made me cry it reminded me of my mom and uh, sometimes this time of year can be pretty hard. I mean, you know, if you've lost someone, like grief just sort of comes in waves, you know? Yeah. And uh, usually I'm fine and I don't like think about it very much. Like I'll think about her a lot, but it won't like trigger a ton of emotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, But it just came on like a huge wave and I basically had a meltdown in the bathroom for a little while. <laughs> mm. um, but it did uh, cause a really good conversation between me and some of my family just saying how much we miss her. And yeah, cause Christmas was her favorite holiday. She was really good at rapping and loved decorating and just always loved it. So it's, I think about her a lot, especially this time of year. Um, so that was good, just to spend time with my family and actually, like, not just, like, be there, but have, like, heart-to-hearts and remember my mom. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's, besides tonight, going out with your family, that's pretty much what we've been up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the next week is gonna be absolutely crazy. So mm-hmm. so it's Wednesday. We usually record on Thursdays, but um it's it doesn't our schedule is not conducive of a, a Thursday recording, which is why we decided like in you know, thirty minutes ago, <laughs> ten minutes before we hit record, that we're gonna record tonight and why my uh introduction was um oh so honestly <laughs> telling you all that uh, this isn't going to be the, the best of episodes <laughs> but it's still fun i can promise you that um simply because we don't necessarily have a main topic um and that's that's just because schedule's been crazy um because of christmas and you know we've talked about it christmas 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 we're busy but we've yeah we've got stuff like every every night this week tomorrow we we've got a uh, christmas party for my work which will be fun yep. Which will be fun. And then Friday, you've got your stuff going on. Um, so some of our plans just changed <laughs> two days in advance. Three days <laughs> in advance. Three days. So yeah. Because um, there was initially going to be a rehearsal on Saturday. They got moved to Monday. Um, so actually, we have Saturday free. But we can't record on Saturday because we release on Friday. So because we don't have a DeLorean time machine... Um, because our flux capacitor is on the fritz. And we don't have a TARDIS. 
or a TARDIS. Yeah, because we don't have that either. Uh, we cannot. Wow. <laughs> send our recordings back in time. Sorry. Can you tell I'm not a big fan of Doctor Who? Um, yeah, I think I've explained that here on the podcast, haven't I? Have you explained it? Have I? I don't know. Okay, I couldn't tell if you were being sarcastic. You were just like, shut up, stop talking about this. Uh, yeah, Doctor Who, I know it's wildly popular. Oh, you're actually going to talk about it. Do you not want me to? I don't think they really care. Okay. <laughs> if you want. Well, you were just going somewhere else know with my the thoughts, conversation. Just let us know. Okay. Hit us up on Twitter. <gasps> at so oh, underscore yeah. talk to me. Email us. So um, talk to me podcast at jbl.com. Message so, us on Facebook. Anyways, you were saying. So talk to me podcast. That we have um, Saturday free. But anyways, yes, we're recording tonight, Wednesday. Um, and yeah, so Christmas. Do you want to? Do you mm-hmm. want to talk about Christmas? Sure. What about Christmas? Um. Why? What do we celebrate on Christmas? There we go. That that is the question. That. We celebrate a fat man becoming skinny and coming down the chimney giving us presents and eating all our cookies pagan yeah but i like (laughs) presents so you know i'm all for paganism if it gets me presents (laughs) just kidding guys i told you this is the worst episode ever okay i'm blaming it on that that's the title worst episode ever i was thinking hbdjb you know, we can go with worst episode ever. Okay. We want to, well, but, but when it drops, you know, it won't be your birthday. No, it won't be. But we recorded on our birthday. Yeah, well, it's not all about you. Okay. Obvious. That it's my, I mean, that's what we talked about at the beginning of the episode. So. Why are you talking like that? Just for fun. Ugh. I don't know. Anyways, so what do we celebrate on Christmas? Little baby Jesus wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. It actually, for some reason, really bugs me when people just say baby Jesus. Why? He was a baby. He was a baby, but he's not a baby now. No. No, not anymore. But he was. That's what we celebrate, right? We celebrate him being a baby? Yeah. His coming, his incarnation. There we go. Okay. But that's different. Becoming a baby? Well, we celebrate him coming here. Yes. In the form of a, of a baby, yes. yes. Yeah, we celebrate him coming in the form of a baby. <laughs> we celebrate little baby Jesus. We sing to baby Jesus on Sunday morning. Stop saying baby Jesus, please. What was it? Uh, so, some inside baseball here. There was a song that we sung this past Sunday in worship. And uh, in our meetings that we have, that we had this week, um, uh, just because I don't want to give too much away. There, there was a conversation where where someone had said that they thought it was a little weird that there was a there was a chorus in one of the songs that talked about um, it said it says we sing to the newborn baby king, um, and this person just thought it was weird that we're singing to baby Jesus instead of Jesus as he is now ruling and reigning in heaven. Um, but it's just funny. And and of course that person also brought up Talladega Nights. <laughs> um so it was it was it was said in like in jest, but in that like 
it's difficult for them to take seriously yeah. when we sing to baby Jesus because yeah, I have the same so pet peeve. Gotcha. So you don't like Mary? Did you know? No, <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> Your baby boy. Please stop. Someday. Please stop. Okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I, I won't do that. I don't want to wake up our kids. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, we celebrate baby Jesus. Please stop. Baby Jesus. We celebrate Jesus coming. We celebrate God becoming man. Celebrate. I'm trying Jesus. to actually celebrate. be se- like serious Sorry, right now. I'm having a hard time with that. Yeah, I know. I can tell. It's kind of annoying. So, just be quiet and let me talk for a second. Happy birthday. (laughs) Shut up and listen. Can you please stop raising your voice? Our children are trying to sleep. Okay. You already yelled and probably woke Josie up earlier. Okay. So, simmer down. Okay. Is there like extra caffeine in your tea or something? No, I'm trying to keep myself awake. Ugh. Um, anyways. So, we celebrate God coming in the form of man, but also not just man, but in a little baby. Like it, it boggles my mind, honestly. Like he humbled himself, like not just to the form of a human being, like his own creation, but in the form of an, an infant. Mm-hmm. Like infants can't take care of themselves. Right. The God of the universe became a form that can't take care of itself. That is humility like I cannot even fathom. No kidding. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot just this past week. Like it's just it's amazing to me. So yeah, I just thought about that a lot lately. Yeah. And it's just really humbling. For sure. Yeah. We um it's funny because like I find that I thinking about Christmas and and I think a lot of Christians do this as well. Um but a lot of the times we 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 take Christmas, yeah, it is about little little baby Jesus being born. And then we immediately start to think about, oh, well, his, like, Jesus' death and his ministry. Um, but there's also the 33 years that he lived on earth as well. Um, so, like, that humility, yes, while I agree, it is certainly exemplified in him becoming a, ba- a, a helpless baby, right? Um, which is just absolutely astonishing, as you've said. Um that same humility he carried with him throughout his life, mm-hmm. you know, throughout those years of it, it's, it's interesting, you know, even in our own devotions that we've done with, with my family on Sunday nights, when we, when we went through this, um, I was actually, I was actually leading when we talked about Jesus teenage years, you know, that, that section and how um, the Bible actually says very little about Jesus life in between when he was born and when he started his ministry mm-hmm. about those, you know, those like 30 years before he started ministering, um, it says very little 
about what he did. And I think, this is just me, kind of maybe I'm going out on a limb here, I think that exemplifies his humility. That he didn't make himself out to be anything special when mm-hmm. he was. Like he was right. God on earth. But he didn't, he was not self-seeking. He was not attempting to, um, to, to have everyone know how glorious he mm-hmm. truly is and who he truly was. Um, I think that was even said from the pulpit this past Sunday is, is that um, you think about Jesus and how, uh, how the scripture says that he, his appearance was very plain. Mm-hmm. He was a very plain looking Jewish man. And um, the, we also see the transfiguration that happened and how he actually showed a few of his disciples his glory and how astonished they were from that. And so that plainness that Jesus had as a plain-looking Jewish man uh, was actually a hiding of his glory. Like he had to, it was not passive. It wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to make myself look like, you know, attractive. It was, I am going to actively hide the glory that I have, the mm-hmm. glory that is a part of who I am, the glory of my nature, uh, which, yeah, is astonishing that he, would, that he would show that kind of humility, especially, man, and then you start looking at who, what humanity has done. You look at, you know, through history and, and, and who Jesus was serving throughout his life while he was here. Um, but yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. We f- we focus so much on his ministry, which there's nothing wrong with that. Much mm-hmm. more has ri- been written about his ministry. But I think we also have to understand that there was a significant portion of the majority of his life was lived in relative uh uh what's the word? He was he was an ordinary person. Mm-hmm. He was an ordinary Jewish guy. Um yeah. Carpenter. Yeah. And, and to, to have the humility to be that for, for 30 years, um, I, I think that kind of models something that we don't often... Uh, I, I, I think evangelicalism in general says that you can be awesome, right? That you mm. can have, like, your story. God wants to do so many greater things, like... He wants you to have adventures. Your journey is going to be awesome. You're going to be this amazing person. You, 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 you. Right. Where God actually uses the ordinary a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, that's not to say that you cannot do amazing things. Jesus said you're going to do greater things than I. I think he was referring to, and you know, again, I could be wrong here. I think he was referring to like preaching the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. The, the accomplished gospel, having the full word of God. Um, being able to speak that to people and to see the Holy Spirit actually moving and and saving people and regenerating people. Um, not that many people were saved when Jesus was on earth. <laughs> uh, it was it was his work after. Well, I say on earth before before his resurrection, right? Um, it was his disciples. Yeah. That, okay. That I was about to say, like, yeah. I mean, everyone who was going to be saved was saved. On the cross, basically. Well, but they didn't come to saving faith. Right. Okay. So I'm, But I'm their just, salvation was secured. 
Yes, yeah, by the lamb who is... Uh, who was slain. Yes, who was slain before the foundations of the earth. Mm-hmm. Right. So in the mind of God, certainly, they were... They, yes. He knew for whom he died, mm-hmm. certainly. But, um, but through his ministry, they did not actively come to faith right. in Christ. It wasn't until after his ascension... Um, when the disciples started preaching and literally thousands came to faith. Um, so e- even that, Jesus, yes, he performed miracles, but the miracles were of, you know, he fed people and he healed people. Things that, while they can certainly mean a lot to the people um, for whom receive the benefits, uh, they are not as eternally consequential as as salvation mm-hmm. right and so so jesus wasn't he didn't he did not uh apportion that harvesting for himself you know god didn't decide that the harvesting would be done at his own at the hands of his son again pre-ascension um he he determined that it would be done through his disciples mm-hmm. uh Again, which is just absolutely amazing that he was so humble that he wanted to use us, you know, those in need of grace in order to bring that about. It's pretty amazing. So, yeah, yeah, I think humility is a key um, part of just the Christmas story in general, but also Jesus' life. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he doesn't, here's the thing, he doesn't even play up his humility. (laughs) He doesn't say, guys, look at how humble I am, you know? Right. It's not the, it's the not thing a about false humility. Right, right. The thing about humility is that you're not trying to get everyone to see that you're humble. And I think he exemplifies this. It's an underlying thing that you see through his life. Certainly, he models servanthood and he tells his disciples to serve. Um, but it's not like he's saying, guys, look at how humble I am. It, it, it doesn't happen. He, it, it's something you have to kind of read between the lines. You have to see in the story of like, oh, geez, yeah, he, he, he. Yeah, that's what he told the, the Pharisees law. not to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Proclaim it before people. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. So the thing that I wanted to, to, to talk about what actually came up this week as we're preparing for um, our, the, the sermon that's going to be preached this Sunday at our church. So our church is actually going through a topical series this Christmas season, this month, basically, just a short series, four sermons on Advent. Um, and that's the expectation of Christ coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, actually, Advent, so, so most, most people think that it has to do with with baby Jesus, right? <laughs> Coming to earth. Um, well, Advent actually, it, it, most often it is referring to his return. Mm-hmm. Um, now, so that, so that said, uh, that's not necessarily what our, our sermon series is about. It reaches into that as well, but it also has to do with, you know, some of the historical um, concepts leading up to Jesus' incarnation. Anyways, that said, so these these four weeks, um, we've touched on love. This past week, we touched on hope. This next Sunday, we're going to be touching on joy, mm. um, these concepts of Advent. And uh, one of the passages that one of our pastors had brought up in, one, in our meeting where he kind of talked about what he is going to be preaching on is out of Luke 2, 
um, and is a big chunk of scripture. I only want to pull out one of these verses because this, as he was reading it, it just really stuck out to me, this idea of joy. And that is Luke 2.10. This is super common. I'm pretty sure this was even in Charlie Brown's Christmas um, that it was said even there. So, so most people have heard it. I've heard it probably hundreds of times growing up in church. But Luke 2.10. So this was the angels. Uh, they came to the shepherds at night, right? Mm-hmm. The shepherds are afraid. So uh, 2.10 says, And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Okay? Again, I've heard that hundreds of times. I hear that all the time. Every Christmas, I hear that. You know, good news of great joy that will be for all the people. And it's a wonderful concept. Um, but rarely do I kind of sit and think about what these angels were actually saying, um, especially in the context of of my pastor's message on joy this Sunday. Um, it really, it really stuck out to me. Um, and and the thing about it that that I I that just kind of felt very fresh to me as I was thinking through it is that the angel said that this is good news of great joy. This is not um this is not news that you are tasked to share and you need to make it look as good as it can. You know, you need to make it look joyful. You need to do something so that it appears to be positive. That's not what the angels are saying. They're saying that the news itself is news of great joy. There is great joy in the gospel that mm-hmm. God is coming to earth. Um, that it is joyous news. So you don't have to do anything to make it look joyous, to make it look positive, to make it look uh, like it's good news. It is good news and it contains great joy. And so the joy that we have as Christians actually comes from the good news that we have. We don't have to muster up a happy face. We don't have to muster up some sort of joy in and of ourselves because we're at church or because we're around Christians or because we ought to. Like the news that we have is news of great joy. And that is where we find our joy. The great joy that these angels are talking about is Christ, is Jesus himself. And we have access to Jesus. Mm. We have access to the Father through Jesus as our advocate. And that is greatly joyous that that news is where we get that joy it's not that we um it's not that we go to church and and everything's great and when people ask you know at the coffee station people ask how are you doing oh i'm doing i'm I'm doing good i'm doing good you know running myself ragged i'm super busy but you know what you know i'm blessed i'm blessed god is good um it's not that we need to put on this face of joy. It's that our joy is found in the great joy of the good news of the gospel mm. that is in and of itself good news. It is greatly joyous that we can now become joyful because of this good news. Um, I just find, I found that very impactful and I don't feel like I'm, expressing it the same way that I felt it the other day, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure that I can do that because I feel like I've already repeated myself multiple times, but that's what I have a knack for doing. <laughs> um, so, but 
but it, it, it was it was very encouraging for me. Um, so as as you guys are listening to this, obviously it's not going to be available yet. My pastor has not preached his Sunday sermon um, just yet, not until the 23rd of December. Um, after that date, well, actually I say that, I don't know when our audio and video is going to be uploaded on our website. <laughs> um, but anytime after that, if you're, if you're curious, you can go to austinoakschurch.org and uh, search around there for the, the sermons are under the resources section of the website. You can hear his message. I'm Based on the preparation, based on what he shared, I think it's going to be a really good message. Awesome. So I'm, I'm stoked on it. Yeah, sure. He, he told me, when I told him like what, what I got from that verse, he was like, I'm going to steal that <laughs> and not credit you for that. Like he specifically said that. I was like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Well, because I, I ended my, like, because we have meetings about the, the sermon um, because our pastors want to, want to see, they, they pick people from the, um, from the staff in particular, um, basically like people of different demographics uh, so that he, they can get input from how people will hear, you know, how they think people will hear what they have to say, mm-hmm. what they, you know, as they're starting to form their sermon. Like, what are your thoughts on this? Mm-hmm. Um, because my thoughts are going to be different than someone who's been work, walking with the Lord for 60 years. Um, so so I, I think that's very beneficial. I really enjoy doing that. And so like when I kind of shared that, I also said, I'm sure you're going to, you know, talk about that in, in, you know, so many words. And he was like, well, I wasn't, but I am now. Uh, and he was like, and I'm not going to credit you with it. <laughs> like, oh, that's fine. I mean, I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I'm not doing this to get credit. Like this is actually, this is actually really beneficial. So, but it was fun. Our pastor's not a jerk, you guys. It was just a joke. No. Yeah. And this, this is actually one of our executive pastors, but um, yeah. Chad, you're awesome. You're not listening to this, I'm sure. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, maybe you could be, but you, you got better things to do with your time. Not listen to, to our worst episode ever. <laughs> you clicked off when I told you 30 seconds in the podcast. There's better things to do. Uh, love you, man. <laughs> Even though you're not listening. Okay. All right. Well. I think that was a good episode. <laughs> And we should go to bed. That was very pensive. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. Well, uh, we'd love to hear from you, even even if it is just to confirm that this has been the absolute worst episode ever. Feel free to reach out. I've already given out our different... Um, it's the best of the worst. The best of the worst. Mm-hmm. There you go. Worst fest. Um, th- I've already given out our different social media platforms so you can hit us up on there before we go do you have any recommendations over the next week or so I, I don't know what the next week is going to look like we're still planning I mean we try as hard as we can to put out episodes every week and that's why we're here even when we have nothing to say Um, so so we're planning on putting out another episode somehow next week coming to your your inbox your itunes your google plays and all that your spotify's um so so we we're should we're spotify? still planning yes we are on spotify i feel it's like there. we've had this conversation before. it's there spotify I does podcasts forgot. i don't know why but it does um so so we're, we're still planning on on hitting you up next week as well 
But in the next ensuing week, over Christmas itself, do you have any recommendations? Any things that you think people should check out? Mm, I can't think of anything. My brain's kind of done. Okay. Sorry. Cool. Stick a fork in it. (laughs) Awesome. The one recommendation I have, because you all know I am a nerd, full-fledged nerd. Uh, My recommendation is the soundtrack to a video game. I knew that's what you were going to say. Called Octopath Traveler. Because that's what we've been listening to most of the day. I've played it, but most of the day, I've probably played it like six times today. So that's not really most of the day. It's a two-minute song. It's not really most of the day. You say six times like that's not a lot of times. (laughs) When it's a two-minute song, it's not a lot of times. Anyways, um, in particular, the main thing theme to Octopath Traveler is absolutely fantastic. Um, I I love it. It it fills me with joy and determination. Um, <laughs> it feels like the beginning of an adventure. Like it feels like it could be in Lord of the Rings or something like that. And it's got a great little melody to it. Um, tons of orchestral instruments. It's just good stuff. So the soundtrack in general is a really good soundtrack, but if you got three minutes, check out the Octopath Traveler. No, it's theme. three minutes. <laughs> you what? said two minutes earlier. <laughs> I know it's 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 a little longer than I think it's like two and a half maybe. Okay, so I said if you have three minutes, uh, now I'm rounding up so that if you have three minutes, <laughs> okay. search for it, play it, boom, got it. Okay. Yep. All right. Anything else, or are we good? We're done. We're done. <laughs> okay. We're done. All right. Well, go talk to your spouse. Go talk to someone. Go hang out with family. Go make new friends. And have a Merry Christmas. Have yourself a Merry Christmas.